Welcome to episode number 108 of the Keep Up Podcast. Where we can finally change the name to the podcast to what I always wanted. Baldy and Mr. Wimbus. Always since the beginning, but we couldn't call it Baldy and Mr. Wimbus unless I became bald and you became Mr. Wimbus, right? Which actually both happened recently. That's true, you know. And how's it feel to be Mr. Wimbus? It's you know the whole name change thing is a debacle Mm -hmm. and it's criminally difficult to Uh, make happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I imagine like getting the social security and the oh yeah, dude. But you've always wanted. I know since you were born, you came out and you're like, it's me, Mr. Wimbill. Yeah, and and immediately, (laughs) mom was like. First of all, I think you're saying a different name than what you mean to say. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to say Wimbus. No. And I was like, no. no. you're a baby. Right. I was a baby. Right. So I said it weird. And then she was like, also not your name. And I was like, someday. <laughs> so With your little baby hand yeah, in the my air. Yeah, my little stupid baby fist. Someday. <laughs> Why do you sound really old, too? It's because when you're a baby, you're pretty much like an old person. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. Don't say yeah, no. I don't yeah, know what yeah, the answer is. No, it's true. And you shaved your head. I did shave my head so hard, <laughs> like full. It's the shavest it's ever been. Yes, I wanted to go full bald. Yeah, you did. Which it. relatively, they're still little fuzzies, but not, dude, those aren't fuzzies. Touch it. It's like sand. A little bit, I guess. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, you <laughs> can't it. like. You're not going to, like, pull your scalp off. Well. Okay. Okay. Well. Um, yeah, it's something I've always wanted to do. Like, I, I'm You've ke- never shaved your head? I've I've done shaves where it's, like, um, not... not Like to a buzz this, cut. Yeah, like a buzz yeah. cut. But even as a kid, it looked, like, fine. Like, kids do that all the time. But I haven't done it as an adult. Oh. With my beard, you know? Yeah. So... Well, it looks good. I like it. Thanks. Anytime. I feel like I should go join a biker gang. Yeah, you should definitely do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's related, but you should also. I think do that. most bikers are bald with beards. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's that's probably a stereotype that's uh, generally accurate. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's bad either. No, you know, I I'd want to be known as bald biker Bob, bald biker Bob. Yep. Yeah. So you're also changing your name. Uh, maybe <laughs> that's, that's a lot of it's too much changes. I want. It's yeah. It's hard. People have to adjust. I know you're true. listening to this, and I'll sound different because I'm bald now. Right. Um. So I but just that is Tim. Right. This is me. Yeah. The guy you know and love. I may look different, and I know that really affects the audio podcast, but bear with us. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so, a couple quick housekeeping things. Oh, housekeeping. If you've never heard us before, we're the Keep Up Podcast. Keep Up. And um, we're a comedy entertainment podcast where we talk about just all kinds of things. Yeah, really. I mean, our focus is uh, talking about chickens. On um, KFC sandwiches. I'm just gonna let you ride this uh, one out. Yeah, as as they're called, KFC sandwiches. <laughs> KFC <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> so we talk about the uh, criminal injustice that is. Okay, so the other thing I was gonna beef. say <laughs> is uh, <laughs> we have we have a special uh-huh. that we do every month, right? And this month is yep. so short. It is very short. Okay, it's only like a few days. Shorter than usual, but we're cutting it real close. Yes. 
So wait, is it a leap year? Yeah, I think is February the one that gets the extra day in the leap year. I don't know, dude. I'm not a math magician. <laughs> You're Mr. Wimbus. Either way, either yeah, way, either way. We're looking at about a week mm-hmm. that we have to to consume the media that people suggest. So if you're unfamiliar with the concept, we put out an episode every week, but once a month we do a special February's theme mm-hmm. is uh, relationships. Yes. Okay. So this, this could be romantic. It could be platonic, mm-hmm. any relationships. So all of the, all of the uh, content of the special will be generated by you. So message us. We're going to put up a video too mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram and whatnot, but message us uh, at the keep up on Instagram. Uh, you can leave us comments. You can find us on Facebook too. Uh, any of your suggestions, movies, books, TV, video games with like, I was thinking you could do like buddy cop move movies. You mm-hmm. could do like video games with like a really strong relationship in there you can do like romance and stuff um one of my favorite uh films uh trilogies is is a romance trilogy if anyone suggests that i'll be happy because mm-hmm. i'll have to rewatch it uh, but what? i can't say it oh i can't <laughs> okay i was like you're avoiding saying what it is that, yeah because uh-huh. it, can, it can't can be generated i suggest it no uh-huh. you're one of us tim so so i can't no not anymore i'm bald tim now Baldy. which is a whole What'd you new... say biker bald yeah they call me bald Bob. Bald biker Bob. I'm not calling you that. You don't have to. So Wait. that's all I'm saying. We got a yeah. week. Tell us your suggestions. It is it is very short notice. And that's, you know, that's our fault for being slow. Of lumpness. course it is. But I'm throwing <laughs> throwing it out there. We usually wait till the last week anyways. But that's true. I figure we might as well put it at the, the top of the podcast. And also, um, mm-hmm. I always say this at the end. But. Yep. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can leave us reviews and whatnot. Follow us on Instagram. And uh, that would be great. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can wait till the end of the episode if this is your first one and you want to find out if you don't hate it. Right. Yeah. Give it Give it a full listen. I feel like that's only fair. Right. Um, you know? Mm-hmm. We haven't recorded in like three weeks. It's been... Yeah. It feels like... Well, you know, because we had the January special. We did. So we recorded that. Yeah. But we had a bunch we wanted to talk about for a podcast. Yes. I believe... Did we skip a week, do the special... Skipped another week, and then here we are now. I think we is that we did this special. No, Jazz had I had to go home after work last week instead of coming here. Right. So we skipped. We did the special and skipped two weeks. Well, because we there, there was that one time we we got here, but then we didn't record. Right. So that's one week. Was that before that? That was before the special, no. right? Well, because it's the second week of February now. Right. So the week before, the the special, didn't we do like the 26th or 27th? I don't know. I'm not a math magician. Uh, We're back to the math magician. Anyways, there's a ton of information. That's all I'm trying to get to. (laughs) We haven't recorded in a while or whatever. And now we're here Mm -hmm. and it's 108. Yeah. I have a headache. That's not good. I know. Especially because we have so much to talk about. It's the worst, dude. Well, while your headache heals, let's, let's go into something that'll help your head. What will it be? Technology. Ooh. Technology. Okay. <laughs> Brett just made the transition sound. Why? I don't know. <laughs> to fill the void I of guess, us being silent for a second? Yeah. <laughs> so, wham, I was wham, hearing in my head like, like what it would sound like, and then so I did it out loud. I don't know. Whatever, dude. Technology's cool, isn't it? It's great, yeah. I like it. So... One piece of technology that I've recently come into contact with. Yeah. Um, so I'm taking online classes right now for school. Nice. This semester, I'm doing three different classes, Holy. all online. Okay. I can tell you, online classes, first off, this yeah. isn't the technology. They're 
the worst. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't have the motivation to teach myself anything. Okay. So I do the very bare minimum, bare minimum. possible, yeah. which is the complete opposite of why you go to college. Yeah. I don't learn. I just sit there and like, okay, I have to do this work. Are you getting anything out of it? Um, I would say in my astronomy class, I is the most interesting because that's, you know, planet, stars, space, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm retaining more information from that. Okay. Most of the What time. other classes are you taking online? I'm taking a literature class. Dude, see, that's the one I... I Go ahead. Keep going. Literature and uh, what's the other one? Ethics in the workplace. Business ethics. Yeah. Liter- that sounds terrible. The, it, that one's not too bad, but it, it's it's a lot of just like reading cases between a company and a person suing the company gotcha. because of ethical issues. So we talk about that every week. So Because of business ethics. Right, exactly. Right. Bus- the ethics of business is way different than human ethics. Right. Because businesses are not human. That's true. So uh, I talked about my astronomy class for a second. I'm bringing it back to that. Let's do it. Uh, w- one of the requirements is we have to do um, labs for the class. Every okay. Thursday, She, um, the teacher, she releases um, two labs that we can do. Okay. Um, and these are just like uh, more intense studies of a specific subject. Okay. Um, but for the f- uh, this is the first year they've done it. You can download a video game and do missions in the game to count towards your overall grade. What? And I was like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> So um, every week she'll have uh, two labs and then the bonus lab, which you could use to replace one of those two labs. And okay. the bonus lab is the video game lab. Okay. Um, the game itself is like 15 bucks. So I bought the game. I got it. Um, and it's, I mean, it, as far as a game goes, it's pretty bare bones. Like, made, What is it? It's, I don't understand. So you play as this, uh, it's based in the future, and you play as this pilot controlling this like just a ship it's nothing special just like a spaceship and you're i believe the the story was like you're part of a mining company and you have to go and like survey this unknown galaxy and um, but all everything in the galaxy is real in real life but in the game they're putting it somewhere else basically yeah um so you have to go explore the galaxy like find planets solar systems all that stuff um so, like, in the concept's actually really cool because all I'm doing is flying the ship around and there's, like, a list of objectives I have to do for the lab. Yeah. So it's like, okay, find this solar system and give me one fact about it. So in the game, I fly towards the solar system, look at it, and then and then write it down or submit my answer or whatever. All right, that's dope. Um, and, yeah, I thought it was such a cool use because I've heard of gaming in classes all the time, you know, and they're like, oh, Assassin's Creed was used in a history class oh, and, like, okay. stuff like that. But I just never thought I'd actually be able to play a game yeah. for a class and that's get a sick. grade for it. Um, yeah, the game, like, game itself's fine. It's not, I would never, like, buy it on my own or yeah, whatever. Right, but, right. Um, but it's just such a cool use of technology, and I'm glad video games are actually being used for something, uh, or are able to be used for more than just entertainment. Was, was it made, like, for this? Yeah, it's through, um, what's it, I think it's Norton, or there's some, like, okay. there's, like, a science book, and then um, with that, there's a program to download the oh, game. Oh, okay. Um, so it was just super fascinating to see, and I, of course, I'm playing all of all the levels to <laughs> to get... <laughs> I, I, so you have to do 12 labs, and there's, like, 20... With those games, there's, like, 26 or something. Yeah. Um, so you only have to do 12 of them. Um, so half of them I'm going to do with the game. And trying, then the, to, and, trying to 100% it. Yeah, I'll yeah. just, like, I'll beat the game, get 100%. <laughs> and I don't know if I'll actually put it on my completed games. I probably will if I do it all. Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, but, Wh- yeah. It's, what's it called? Um, no I, Man's Sky? No, At Play in the Cosmos. 
Um, it, yeah, it's, it's very dry. It's all the material. And they're like, there, oh, there was a space battle, actually, where you had to go and shoot guys. Whoa. Um, I forgot about that. Violent. Uh, yeah, it is violent. And you send out a little probe to go and, like, investigate after what? you blow up the ship. So it, it was it was just cool. I, I didn't expect that in a class. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Um, so no video games in any other classes though. No video game. Nope. Not in my literature. What were you going to say about literature? You look like, um, I was, I, I'm trying to remember cause I took a couple online courses and I think one of them, wow, it may not have been a literature class. It might've been a writing class. Was, I, cu- I couldn't remember if I was, because there was definitely a writing assignment and I can't remember if it was in response to something I had to read mm-hmm. or if it was like a uh, journalism or creative writing. I can't remember, but it was just that, it was just that same thing. Like, it was just a weird one to have online. Yeah. Because it was essentially like you get emailed the the uh, uh, assignment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, you just do it. Yep. And then you're like, okay, I'm done. And then they're like, all right, send it over. And then that's literally it. Like, yeah. That's all the engagement. It's it's as much work as you put into it is what you get out yeah, of it, Yeah, which, which is, I mean, it, it's how it should be. But I guess that's when you really learn, like, how much you actually care about it. You right. Know, whatever yeah. the course is. Yep. Um, that one I, I enjoyed because I really liked the uh, the professor that I had at the time. And she was, like really quick to communicate where mm-hmm. I had a couple of others that like didn't really communicate quickly. So mm-hmm. you had to wait a couple of days to and like, you made time for that assignment at that time. Yeah. Uh, so that was just kind of like a weird thing, but, mm-hmm. um, but overall I, I didn't mind it. And like, I, I like writing. So yeah, that was, that wasn't too bad, but it was just a weird experience. Mm-hmm. Like the online class thing is a weird. Yeah. Environment. I, yeah, it's, I don't think it's very good for learning. I, learn way better in a classroom. It's got to depend on how you learn because it's pretty cool that we have that at our disposal. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, did you ever use iTunes U at all? No, no. But yeah, I remember you familiar with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so rad. Mm -hmm. Like there's literally full college courses that you can just listen to. You know what I mean? Like on any subject, which is so dope. Mm -hmm. Um, I barely utilize it, but a customer came in uh, that I was talking to at work the other day Mm -hmm. and they were like asking me about that app and stuff like that. And it's, it, I was like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about this. And I was just looking through it, and there's, like, all these courses on there. And it's all um, for free, right? Yeah, or, everything's free. Crazy. Um, and so it, it's wild that we have that kind of stuff out there. Um, and depending on how you learn, it can be really beneficial. But I think I also benefited from, like, being in a class environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be different now. I uh, I mean, basically what they do to make it feel like a classroom is uh, everyone's in this. Um, it's called Canvas, and it's... This just like, um, what do I want to call it? It's a page that everybody has access to. Okay. And every week um, by Thursday, you have to write, there's a prompt, and you have to answer the prompt and then reply to other people's prompt. It's like but a chat room? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, so they give you a question, you answer the question by Thursday, and then by Sunday, you have to respond to two other people. Oh. And so they want to, like, you have to, in- yeah, you interact with the other students. Yeah. Um, but all the classes are pretty much set up the same. It's, uh, you know, answer that question by Thursday. Um, respond to people by Sunday, and yeah. then there's a paper or an assignment in between, and that's it. Huh. And they're like, spend about, you You should be expected to spend about seven to nine hours a week doing this class. And I was like, you're lucky if you get two from me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Which what? is not good, because I should really be learning. Literature's fun. I like reading. Yeah. And writing, I've always enjoyed that, so that's not an issue. Yeah. Ethics in the workplace, it's interesting concepts, because I really like philosophy, yeah. but um, it just go. it's just... 
boring. Boring. It's nothing fun to read. You know? Sure. Yeah. And astronomy is fine, but it's science kicks my butt. No matter what kind of science it is, yeah. I just can't wrap my head around it. I see some of those science. I was all right with for a while until mm-hmm. a certain point. Then I started getting lost. Um, but then it was somewhere in chemistry that I started like really. I was, That's where I did good like, was chemistry, biology. Well I I died oh, in biology. Man, see, I started losing it in chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, like ethics sounds like something that would be really good in a classroom with like open discussion. Yes. Uh, but like reading and responding, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like not. not Snoresville. Yeah. Um, but at least you get to play a video game. In one of your classes. Yeah, that's it's great. It's awesome. I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. Um, that's the first time I got to use a technology transition in a while. I'm stoked about that. Mm-hmm. What transition do I use next? Oh, I think we should go into movies. Wow. Ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies. All right, I'm ready. Let's go. That was almost great. Almost, dude. Almost. Almost great. We're in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I've watched a lot of movies. I-, I can actually tell you how many I've watched so far this year. Oh, you got the list. Mm, tasty. 19. Wow. That's a lot of movies. Get them out. In in two months? Uh, yeah. Not even. A month and a half. Yeah, I guess. That's a lot. I know. I think I've watched 10, maybe. Oh, there was one I watched that I forgot to oh. put on the list. Maybe I'll talk about it. Anyways. Okay. What are we starting with? I think let's just go right in the big one. I yeah, like. okay. Uh, so we really, really wanted to talk about Parasite. Parasite. Um, you texted me at the perfect time because mm-hmm. you were like, "Hey, can you watch this movie? I really want to talk about it." It won the best film, oh, the best film, best picture universe. And uh, I had the day off the next morning, ah. so I woke up. I watched episode three, of- Revenge of the Sith. Yes, Star Wars. Uh huh. And then I watched Parasite right after. What a combo of movies. It was a great day off. Yeah. I also I played some Fortnite that day. Dude, ew. Okay, I had no. no, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I got, sure. We gotta talk about that. Uh-huh. Also, you kicked me out of a game. I was crushing it anyway. It's your fault you suck. Um no, dude, I was I had like five kills, bro. Anyways, Parasite. <laughs> mm-hmm. So one best movie ever. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> At the uh, Oscars, it won best picture. Best picture. Uh what else did it win? It won a lot of things. I'm gonna try without looking. Yeah. Director is Bong Joon-ho. Sounds good. Okay, cool. Um, with so many amazing actors that I whose names I do not want to butcher. Um, yes, it's a Korean film. Yes. Dude, okay. Here's what... Go ahead. Did you want to say something? I was just going to say... Well, no. You say your thing. Go. I was just going to say how crazy all of this stuff... Now, it's, it's the internet, so mm-hmm. everything is going to be everywhere. But all this stuff about... Let's see. What order do I want to say these rants in? <laughs> First thing. Mm-hmm. It's so rad... That a Korean film, that a foreign film, quote unquote, yep. won this mm-hmm. because it's best film. It's an award that goes out to best film. Mm-hmm. And like the only the only thing I can think of is like there are there are sports like in the in the in in a football season, right? Mm-hmm. Whoever wins the super, super Bowl is like, oh, best football team in the world. Yeah. It's a domestically played sport, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's only teams here. Right. So, like, yeah, the greatest in the world, but it's, like, only our right. country. It, it's, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It almost seems rigged because it's like, no, we're not going to let any so other like, movies, <laughs> any other sports teams in. It's best in the world, yeah. but in America. <laughs> right. And it's, like, obviously, 
you know, obviously there are players from all over on those teams. Yep. So it's like, you know, that, that makes sense. But like when the Olympics happen, mm-hmm. it's like that's a worldwide that, event. Yep, you know right. what I mean? Yep. Um, so it's so cool because if we're talking best film, mm-hmm. it should be, it should incorporate all, and not Everything. that it hasn't, mm-hmm. but for this one to win is just such a big deal. Traditionally, the movies, it's very rare to see, um, I don't even know if it's, it must have happened, but it's very rare to see an international film up for the best film yeah. of the year. Like it usually well, there's there's a foreign film yep. award. Yeah. And they always get thrown in there. No matter how good I mean, not to say no matter how good they are, it's just I feel like it's always rare to see at the Oscars. Yeah. It's usually always American made films mm-hmm. um and that's it. But the fact that it was even up for anything was amazing. Yeah. The, or not up for anything, but up for the best film was amazing. Yeah. Um but it won four different awards including best international film. Okay. Best original screenplay. Best Achievement in Directing and Best Motion Picture. That's crazy. Which it, it cleaned house. It did it yeah. did such a good job. And rightly so, because the movie's fantastic. It's so great. Um and I mean attached to that rant real quick, mm-hmm. uh, and then I promise we'll talk about the movie. Yeah. Uh, is I've seen some of the most like seemingly ridiculous like tweets from news anchors and like uh there was a, a quick um like snippet of an interview mm-hmm. where the the woman was interviewing the director mm-hmm. and she was like what what inspired you to keep it uh a korean speaking or like keep the language uh as is mm-hmm. and the tweet that i saw it was really funny i should have had it pulled up but it was like she asked the korean director from korea <laughs> right. about the film that was uh about a korean family who spoke korean <laughs> like you know what i mean just like right. what it's is such, this question it's such a stupid question because it's like it's like asking anybody, why is this film in English? Like, yeah, exactly. It's right. It's a stupid. I saw that too. I know exactly. Do, do you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? I wish I, I butchered it a little bit, but essentially it's just like these things are, you know, and I want to have some grace for people as things like change and progress, but it's like, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. I, I want that. And I do know people who like subtitles are a struggle for them. They don't like to watch movies that way. Right. And I, I can get that. If you don't, I've watched enough stuff with subtitles at this point that I'm not going to let it come between me and a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, I mean, I swear after like five minutes, you don't even notice you're reading. You really you know don't. What I mean, um, and this, and the w- version we watched had two subtitles. It, <laughs> <laughs> it had, was it, was it Chinese subtitles and? Yeah, I believe it was. Um, yeah. Chinese. And English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the films in Korean, like they speak it. Right. It's spoken in Korean. So, so there's, there's three languages <laughs> there's going, a lot on. <laughs> going on. Um, let me see if I can find, mm-hmm. uh, what was it? Bong. Uh, Bong, Bong Joon Ho, right? Yep. It's hey. am- it's amazing how names you're not used to having, like mm-hmm. in your brain, don't don't stick. They just, yeah. they just leave after you say it once. I think I'm find it. Um, so, so go ahead, talk about the movie. I was gonna say, so the director himself, he's actually done a lot of good things. Uh, yes, a so, lot of good movies, yeah. both writing and directing. Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, um, specifically, one you always talk about, the host. Which have you seen yet? No, I still haven't. I forgot. You know what? I, yesterday I was like, "There's something I need to look for," mm-hmm. and I think I wanted to bring you the host. And I don't, I don't know if I still own it or not. It's on Magnolia Selects. Okay, I don't know. That's what it says. But and what year did that movie come out? That one came out in 2006. 2006. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. so he's also done Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer and uh, Okja. Okja, I've heard is really good. Yeah, it actually it got uh, amazing reviews. And Snowpiercer, I haven't seen, but I didn't hear anything. Oh, bad I thought about you that. saw that one. I haven't. It's, ah. it's sitting in my Netflix queue. That one's really neat. Um, so he's definitely no stranger to making good films. Um, 
both writing and directing. But the movie itself, um, so I heard about it a while ago before it was up for any award. So I saw it a while a while ago too. Um, and dude, I can't believe how impressed I was by the end of that. It's film. awesome. Like from from the music, like the score itself. The score is unbelievable. It's so simple. Yes. Uh, in a lot of spots, but mm-hmm. it's so good. Very effective. There's one scene specifically where um, I, I want to call it like the cons going into plan where like people are leaving the house and people are coming into the house yeah. and things are switching. That whole scene itself, the music is my favorite part of it because it's, it's like it's almost it makes me feel like Clue. Like, yes, it has that like um, that suspense. Yeah, it's like it's like it's very uh, yeah. It feels like a uh, what's the word? Uh, Who done it type deal? Yep, Who done it? It's kind of playful almost. Yeah, uh, but also has like an eeriness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, it's it's funny, which yes. threw me like super. I would say it's a dark comedy. It's definitely a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, which I it's funny because going in. I didn't really know. I was, I knew that he'd done the host, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I thought it was going to be more of a horror. Yeah, I was going to ask not. you what your initial because I was going in expecting it to be a horror. Yeah, I um, was. That's what I thought it was. Yep. Um, it's not. But did you hear much about it before I asked you to watch it? I had only based on the wins and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, the Oscar wins, but not. I mean, nothing about. I will say the people that I saw recommending it, as far as like who's on my my feed and yeah. online and stuff like that, mm-hmm. made me think it was a horror movie. Okay. Not because of what they said, but because I know they're big horror fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called Parasite. And to be honest, it's it was an Asian film, mm-hmm. so I was like, is it a terrifying one? Yeah, is it I like imagine... The Grudge or something <laughs> yeah, like that? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but um, but I really didn't know anything about the plot. I, I knew way less about it than I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I really love about it is um it's not i i i kind of discovered watching this and uh, there are other movies that would fall into this category of course mm-hmm. that i've seen but um a lot of movies that i watch are genre films mm-hmm. like i could tell you it's like this or a sci-fi it's movie, like uh, that. Yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. um this is one of those movies that it sounds i feel like it sounds basic when you say it out loud but it's like hard to tell someone what it is because it's just a story told through film it's yeah. just a story, mm-hmm. and it's it's a crazy story. It's a roller coaster. Yep, it's really really well done. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's unsettling. Like, and by the end, you're just like, whoa. Yeah, like that. It, mm-hmm. I literally, I probably had my jaw open at the end because I was just like, how? Huh? Okay. Like, like, and you're an hour in before. You're an hour. You're an enjoyable hour into yes. the movie. It's not like it drags on. No. Because I mean, I'd argue that it doesn't start until after an hour. Right. In. I literally looked at the timestamp because I was like, something's gonna change. Right. Here. It's like everything's going yeah. well. It's there's a lot going on, but it's all going well. And you know when it ha- like when that doorbell rings, dude. The second it rings, I'm like, here it is. Uh, yeah. This is it. Something's <laughs> yep. about to change. It was. And from that moment crazy. on, like. Dude, I was at the edge of my seat because it was just like accident or issue or mistake after mistake yeah. up until the climax, which I don't even know if you would consider that point with the doorbell being the climax or later on. I don't know. I, guess, other the, things I guess that's like a turning point. Mm-hmm. Um, the doorbell is definitely a turning point, uh, but it's so it, you're right from that moment that the tension never lifts. Yeah. And there's like an hour and a half after that, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe an hour 15. I think it's like two hours, 15 minutes or something. Um, but yeah, it, it's just, 
the whole it's all enjoyable from mm-hmm. beginning to end because it's it's funny that getting to know the family is really cool. Yeah, I think um, all the characters are likable, even though they're kind of like yeah. um they're like con artists. Um, yeah. And but then you like you get their personalities and how they work, and you start to like these characters by the end, even yeah. though they're kind they're bad and what they're doing is bad. Right. You're like you kind of go with them, mm-hmm. but then you feel bad for the other family that they're conning. Yeah. Because they're not doing anything. Right. I don't know if we said the story yet, and I'm not going to, like, spoil it or anything, but just the basic premise. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I kind of don't want to give too, too much. We don't have to say anything. Going in blind was one of the best things I ever did with this movie. All right, ignore the rest, the whole podcast. Stop, (laughs) stop, delete, stop, go back. No, I mean, you can can definitely give the premise if you want. I mean, I pretty much said it already, you know, one family conning Mm. another family. No, say what you were going to say. That's it. You were going to say something else. No, that was it. What were you going to say? One family cons another family. Successfully or not. You decide. You decide. Next time on the Keep Up. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, just through and through, it's a great it's a great film. Like, yeah. you know, some movies are okay. Mm-hmm. This one's not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I've been trying to figure out ways to describe the experience of it. Because, mm-hmm. like, even, you know, we talked about Annihilation and how... That was just such a well done movie, but it still fell with it. And this isn't a negative, but we it still fell within like the sci fi and mm-hmm. um, sort of suspenseful thing, a thriller. Yeah. Um, this one just felt like the uh, Bong Joon Ho had a story to tell, and mm-hmm. this is the way he tells stories. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what story he was going to come up with, yep. it was going to be through film. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he set out to make a certain type of film or a certain genre film. So you would say it almost feels like his type of film, like a director type of film? Like, when you go and see a Martin Scorsese film, you expect yeah, like it's that his, right. um, to be that style? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's not like... I don't know. I, I See, this is what I've been doing in my head is like, why was that viewing experience so different than so many other movies? It did feel like special. Felt unique, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I'll say the host feels that way too. So maybe it is just his directorial voice. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen the host probably since 2008, I would say, like a yeah. couple years after and it, it came out. And it still leaves that much of an impression on me. Yeah. Um, but I now having seen this, I, I do, I definitely want to see Snowpiercer mm-hmm. and um, and revisit the host because I haven't seen that in a while. But it might just be, you know, his his style that I'm, I'm seeing. But it's so, it's so enjoyable. And, you know, the other thing I think that um, kind of threw me genre-wise or made me think it was horror going in yeah. is all of the promo material, like the poster and... Um, even the uh, the art that's shown on IMDb, mm-hmm. it it looks very much like it's going to be creepy, yeah, or, or uh, you know, undoubtedly some sort of like thriller, or and, and I guess I don't know. I guess you could use that word. Yeah, it's it's a thriller. It's uh, I mean, it's everything. It's you know, it's funny. It feels like life. Because all those things happen in life, right? And it happens in this movie. Like it feels realistic. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's what it is. Is is so much reality to it because so many different emotions mm-hmm. are conveyed well. Yeah, none of them feel pushed or forced or mm-hmm. you know. I guess that's why it doesn't feel like a genre because it doesn't lean heavily on any certain thing. It's just like, hey, here's this story. Yep. You know. Um. I guess I almost. I would almost relate it to like some Wes Anderson films. Yeah. Have no, you seen many Wes Anderson? Yeah, I've seen um um the Fox one. Uh, Fantastic Fan- Mr. Fox. And then there's another one, the uh Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. So I've seen those two. Yep. Um 
I'm thinking like Darjeeling Limited, The Life Aquatic. Like they're just these stories that unfold, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of like it might be a little bit wacky, but it's, but it's just a it's just a story. Like yeah. I wouldn't know what genre that is. Um, I guess I mean he makes like what I usually refer to as like comedic indie films or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. That uh, that certainly has a certain feel to it. That yeah. That I wouldn't like thinking of the Grand Budapest Hotel. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a drama, but a lot of dramatic like things happen. Sure. Uh, it certainly it has comedy elements, but it's not a comedy either. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's like a smart blend of them, but it's a Wes Anderson film ultimately. Yeah, like that's right. the genre where I'd place it. Yeah, exactly. and this, and I get what you mean with this. And it's funny; it's hard to explain. Um, but I hope the message is getting across that it's like it's so unique and worth the watch. Yeah. Because struggling to give it a genre is not a bad thing. No. It's it's just to say it's, it's great. Yeah, it's special. It's just a great movie. Mm-hmm. And uh I can't think of anybody that I wouldn't suggest it to. Yeah. Also. Like um, if it's someone who likes movies, mm-hmm. um like if you just enjoy seeing a story told through a movie, yeah. this you need to see it. Yeah. It's uh, Yeah, nothing uh, no uh, nothing hyper violent, nothing No. There's a little sexy time, but yeah, only good movies have sexy time. <laughs> so <laughs> now I will say I said no plot, but oh, you gave a little bit. Great. And now the plot thickens. Well, I feel like the uh, the the write up from CJ Entertainment on IMDb is pretty good. All right, it's CJ. It doesn't, so a poor family, <laughs> the Kims, mm-hmm. con their way into becoming the servants of a rich family, the Parks, but their easy life gets complicated <sighs> when their deception is threatened with exposure. They don't say a lot. All right. It gets complicated. Right. It does get complicated. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It was great. I'm mm-hmm. glad you had me watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, Thought we had to because, I mean, when, when a movie wins Best Picture, yeah. it's got to be something to it. There was something to it. There was. Oh, I found so I found that tweet that I wanted oh, to mention yes. at, at the beginning. because. Please. So this is just so, so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a news anchor um, tweeted this, and it said, a man named Bong Joon-ho wins Oscar for Best Original Screenplay over Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and 1917. Mm-hmm. Acceptance speech was, great honor, thank you. Super racist. Um, <laughs> then he proceeds to give the rest of his speech in Korean. Cool. Wait, wait for it. Yes. These people are the destruction of America. A news anchor said that? Yeah. What a freaking idiot. Can you imagine like being that... It's, I mean, racist is too nice of a word for that. I'm saying, it's like, what? I, I guess, like, that much of a, a bigot to not, to, I don't know, dude. I'm it like, it stuns me with how stupid that is. I don't know. I'm not familiar with this dude, John Miller. I guess he's a, is he famous? How many followers does he have? Uh, uh, 60,000. I think he's Blaze TV. Is that Fox? I think he's a Fox News anchor. Great. I dude, I don't know, but I just I read that I was like, is this for real? Like, Seriously, the, he's the destruction of America right. because he spoke in his native language in America. Does America? I, sp- <laughs> oh my god! Dude. I know, I know. So it's, wild. I mean, that just whole thing because the other thing, like as as an artist of any sort, mm-hmm. it's like, do you realize how much stuff is out there that we don't even get to experience and see mm-hmm. because. Because why? Because they're the destruction of America? Right, because so many people think they're not, I don't know, worth showing that they're lesser. I like, don't know. 
Like all the things that are implied in that. Mm-hmm. I read that today, like right before I came over, and I was just like, is this for real? That's it's rage inducing. Maybe that's the whole point behind it is he wants to get everybody mad, but maybe. Boy, it's so dumb to like even think like so that. Dumb. Yeah. So if for no reason but to spite that guy, yeah. watch Parasite. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh. Are we? Are there other movies? I got another Parasite. one I want to talk about. Yeah, what do you got? Let's, Let's talk about it. the best movie of the year. That's what we started with. Best film of the year. Yeah. Let's go to the worst film of the year. If you say Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I'm lose my mind. No, honestly, it wasn't the worst movie, but I, that was the only way I could transition. Yeah. Doom Annihilation. Oh, it, it does have Annihilation. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> so that's, I've seen this. It's on Netflix, right? Yes. Is it a Netflix original? No, um, I believe it was like a straight to DVD type deal. When did it come out? 2000. It's older? Yeah. Not that old. Hold on. I think last year, actually. Yeah, 2019. Oh. Relatively new. Um, all right. So this movie, going into it, yeah. has a 3.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Rough. Uh, and there are no critic reviews. None? <laughs> None. How did it avoid any? Let me check. Uh, They're like, Com- I don't, we don't have time for this. <laughs> it's like, this is just not worth our time. Yeah. Compared to Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which has a 3.7. Is that higher? Uh, I forgot already. I forget, too. <laughs> Do uh, Annihilation. <laughs> which is 3.6. So Mortal Kombat Annihilation okay. is higher than this That's film. a nightmare. And it has a Metacritic score of 11. Yeah, that sounds right. That is very but right. But it has a score. <laughs> right. Someone yeah. reviewed it, at least. Someone reviewed it. That being said, yeah. this movie's not bad. No? It's fine. Okay, it's fine. It's the... It's... I would call it a the lower end of a sci-fi original. That sounds pretty rough. But not nearly as bad as Mortal is Kombat. Is it animated? No. Okay, live so action. It's live action. Yep. How bad is the CGI? It's rough, especially at the end. There's one scene specifically where they go to hell. Yeah. Um and or yeah, it's hell. They they say it's not hell. It's a but red it's, fiery. Yeah, it's yeah. hell. Um, and it looks it looks sci fi original quality. You know, TV quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's fine. Would you? So okay, I like Doom. Yep. Should I watch it? <sighs> You're having a hard time recommending it, aren't you? I am, but I I I want to give this movie a chance because it doesn't deserve the low reviews it got. You don't think so? It's like a five out of ten. Maybe a five, okay. Maybe a little less, okay. But it's totally watchable. It's super dumb and cheesy. Yeah. But if I was on TV one day and I was slipping through the You'd channels, watch totally watch it. Yeah, because it has that like. Um, okay, I. It's got that Resident <sighs> Evil vibe to it, where it's like it's these group of Marines that yeah. go to the space station on Mars of to course. go. There's a big outbreak of whatever it is, so they all go there and uh, they explore for a little bit. It's very typical. You've seen it a hundred times. Yeah. They explore for a little bit, then the monsters start attacking, they get separated, yeah. all fight, all die, whatever happens. Yeah. Um, and so you've seen it a million times, but it's done in a way that's totally fine. It's, it's not abysmal. It's not it doesn't make me sick like Mortal Kombat does. <laughs> um, you know, the action's cool. There's a ton of awesome references, too, to Wolfenstein, okay. too. Like, um, oh, that's cool. There's one. There's a doctor who's dead, and his name's Blaskowitz, and that's the name oh, of the guy yeah. Wolfenstein. Um, I think it's BJ Blas- Blaskowitz or whatever. Um, so they reference him. They got the shotgun, the chainsaw. That all comes to play in the movie. Yeah. Um, and it's 
relatively organic. It's not like <laughs> it's not like why is there <laughs> yeah a chainsaw just falls like in front <laughs> of them, just drops in front of someone. It's like although no, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as organic as it can be. Like, why is there a chainsaw on a Mars planet? You know, the gardener has it. Stuff a Mars like that. planet. Yeah, Mars planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Mars station, but um, and then it's not worth talking about for a long time because it is very fine. Yeah, you know, it's like but it, you'd give it a five out of ten. Yeah, it's very. I could watch it again. Okay, not that I want to. Sure, but I I don't think it deserves all the hate it gets. So, all right, that's I can I can get that mm-hmm. because I'm fresh off the heels of a movie that's probably a four or five out of ten. Dude, it's a ten out of ten, and I didn't. What? It, well, if it's what I think it is, it might be a different one because I was just watching it on the way here. Oh, so it's not the Senate. The what? The Senate. No. <laughs> do you? Do you want to do that right now? We can. Because it's a lot. Yeah. Goodbye, Doom Annihilation. If you guys see it and have a bunch of friends over, lots of beer and cocaine. Nope. Get rid of the cocaine. Get rid of the cocaine. Right. You don't need it for this movie. Just lots of beer. And Doom Annihilation. No. Go to bed. Go to bed. No. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Um, how, How long is that movie before? Is it like full length? Yeah, it's a little long for my taste. Okay. A little long, especially for the type of movie it that, is. See, that's the thing. It's yeah. like, if it's going to be okay, mm-hmm. don't give me more than an hour and a half of it. Yeah, that's it's about that, maybe a little longer. Longer's wrong. Right. You know? Yeah. Because there are some stupid scenes where you're like, all right, let's get through this. Right. You know? The the movie I was just referencing mm-hmm. is an hour and twenty three minutes, okay. which I think is why. Let's I talk about it. We're it. talking about bad movies. Go into it. Or okay movies. And then we can do. If you want. All right, I think uh, I think we can do it. All right, okay. All right, so the movie I'm referencing yep. is I Frankenstein. Oh, that's yeah. fine. It's, that's my <laughs> point. Is it's fine. So I watched it because I've been I've been in the interim of this phase of I'm either in the mood for like space stuff, like Halo and Star Wars, right? Or this weird, like, early 2000s, like, goth horror action movies, right? So I finished, I watched all of the Underworld movies. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched Awakening and Blood Wars, which I had never seen. Blood Wars. Uh, Short short review on those, just to, like, wrap it up. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're whatever. I enjoy them. Kate Beckinsale's great. Is she getting old? Not in a bad way. <laughs> she's aging fine, if yep. I say so myself. Uh-huh. Um, she's, yeah. It's fine. She gets old. She's allowed. She's. I think she's in her 40s. That's old. She doesn't look old. That's not <laughs> old. <all> I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah, 40s not, I don't know, man. You're almost there. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Like, the older you get, the younger other ages are. Yeah. What? What? There's, how's that for some wisdom? Yep. Um, so... <laughs> The cool, the cool thing about the Underworlds is they, uh, um, uh, Awakening introduces like the, um, she now the humans know about like the lichens and the vampires mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's that's kind of a cool thing. They totally totally alienate um, uh, Celine, so mm-hmm. vampires and humans are going after her and stuff like that. And they introduce a giant lichen that's Great. like the big boss enemy, basically, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool. It's whatever. It's enjoyable. You can get through it. And then Blood Wars, they like. They level her up in every movie. So by by awakening, mm-hmm. she's like a daywalker essentially, which is a blade term, mm-hmm. which I recently watched Blade. That's so that's good. why I'm crossing. Yeah. Um, so so <laughs> she's like a daywalker by awakening. 
in Blood War, she meets this whole new coven of peaceful vampires and like levels up and gets all these new powers. Does she kill them all and drink their blood and become super strong? No spoilers here. Okay. You have to go watch Underworld Blood Wars. Great. Okay. When did that come out? 2016. I'm going to go... I'm going to say... 14. Really? That long ago? I'm probably wrong. Did you say 16? Yeah, 2016. Okay. Because Awakening came out in 2014, I think. Oh, you were right. 16. Yeah. And Awakening was 12. 2012. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are there? Five? There's five of them. Yeah. You watched them all, right? Yeah, okay. I watched them all. <laughs> I couldn't remember if I uh, talked about Rise of the Lycans at all, but it's... I think you did. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. I liked it. Um, and yeah, and then the other two are just like a couple extras, just some cool stuff in there. Yeah. There's nothing like... Do you feel like they needed to make those other two movies? No. no. I, I mean... Do you uh, like that? As a fan of the series, do you like that they made those other two that movies? That is a great question. Because mm-hmm. there's always that that price of... Having a movie come back so many years after whenever it ended, you know, like okay, w- repeat the question. So, as a fan of the series, do I like that those two movies exist? Yes. Yeah, kind of. You do. I, yeah, I kind of do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that. You I just gave. An, I just that. feel like I gave an excuse to everyone who likes all the Resident Evils. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I guess. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I kind of do because there were some cool things in the last two. And there's some cool there's some cool battle scenes, and it's not it's not bad. Does Blood Wars conclude? Yes, okay. I will say it. Do, yes, and okay. it brings the story full circle mm-hmm. to a point where you're like, oh, okay. So the whole like Celine's whole path throughout all of the movies mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Yeah, like it's pretty cool how they end up wrapping it up and um yeah overall it's enjoyable if you were a fan of the first few mm-hmm. um those two i would say are worth watching just to see what they ultimately did because they did wrap up the story and bring everything together it's not just like a one-off that doesn't have anything to do with anything else yeah it's all one big continuation and um i think that's good enough endorsement to watch it yeah I, i've always i've i've never nodded uh, nodded i've never not wanted to watch Blood Wars. Mm-hmm. I just never had the reason or incentive to go yeah, do it. I would I would say if there is one, it's the unique things that they do with it, uh, explaining more about the vampire covens, mm-hmm. and then uh, her ultimately getting like new powers is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then um, the conclusion of the story is is pretty rad. So um, after that, I watched Blade. Blade's still pretty fun. Yeah, that, the that's CGI is silly because of the time that it mm-hmm. was at. But you know what's crazy in Blade? Do you remember Quinn, who's like? So do you remember the villains? So there's Blade. Yeah. Um, Wesley Snipes, and then Stephen Dorff, I believe, is his name. Played Frost, and he's got like emo hair. Yes. Right. And then. Uh, and that's the one where they end in like the big circle. circle. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the because I can't re- two and one and two I get confused all the time. So, so. two's Guillermo del Toro with the oh. vampires recruit blade because they're like these ultra versions of vampires. They're their jaws open up. Yeah, and that's the one that starts in the club, right? Where everyone's getting covered. That's in the blood. first one. Oh, that's the first yeah. one. Yeah. That's a cool scene. I like so cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Uh, the second one has Ron Perlman in it too. Okay, uh, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch that one because I love Guillermo del Toro. I have to revisit and, them. And I think that movie was like. Like people are like, oh, this Blade movie is really good. Yeah. Um, so the first one, uh, Frost has this uh, like, he's like his right hand man or whatever, mm-hmm. and he, he keeps actually 
I don't know if this was intentional, but he keeps getting his hand cut off yes. over and over again yeah, throughout yep. the movie. You remember mm-hmm. who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I think his name's Donald Logue. Mm-hmm. He's uh, Harvey in Gotham. It's the same, it's the same actor. Harvey, oh, like, really? Yeah, like, uh, uh, what's his name's partner? Yeah, Gordon's yeah. Gordon's partner. Um, God, he must be really young in that, or... I guess, but what's crazy is he still, ha- he still has the beard, like yeah. he has the same facial hair, and it's a completely different character. Is he smaller? Not really, like... It's it, so weird. I mean, he's something about him definitely looks younger because I didn't like it's not like it jumped out at me. Yeah. I was just that one moment I was like, is that Harvey from <laughs> Gotham? Like, what the heck? It's so crazy. Yeah. And it is funny because he has like long hair and he has braids and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, that you saying that totally you remember it? the picture of my I'll, head, try, yeah. I'll pull up a picture afterwards mm-hmm. too because it's just so funny being like, oh, that's the same guy. It is here, so, so weird. Yeah. When you watch the uh, actors in like earlier roles and you know them as one specific yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, but then you see him in earlier roles, and you're like, what? He was this henchman in the Blade right, movie? Like, exactly, what the heck? Exactly. Um, so it was really cool to see him in that. And overall, mm-hmm. I just I think it's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, Are you going to watch um, Queen of the Damned? Is that what it's called? Oh, I ha- I've never seen that. Oh, you haven't? Is that Was that the one with Aaliyah? I think it was. Alita? Battle Angel? Alita. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good um, movie. Queen of the Damned, was that based? Was that like an Anne Rice I, you're throwing Maybe. out names. I, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Sorry, I'll I miss Anne Murray though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <Murray>. <laughs> Anyways, just because you're watching all these like neo horror gothic yeah. movies, that one always comes to mind. And Bones, Bones. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've <laughs> never seen either of those ones. I. It's mostly been like in the action genre, which is why I went to Blade and Underworld. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Aaliyah. And I I thought that was and Anne writes it was a novel the yeah it was based crime. on her novel okay mm-hmm. um so yeah I don't know I never saw that maybe I should watch that it just seems like to kind of fit in that thing but okay so Blade Underworld and you liked Blade yeah yeah I still think Blade's super fun I <laughs> cannot wait for the new one but I think that one I think it's good man there's some cool action uh, mm-hmm. I was reading a list of the goofs on IMDb today and oh, there's God. so many of them really? <laughs> um, that's always my favorite going through the like the trivia the goofs yeah. and stuff oh it's the best I love IMDb mm-hmm. so much uh, but it, it's a really cool movie because I watched a little bit of the commentary too and I believe it was written by I think his name's David Goyer mm-hmm. who also wrote like um I want to say the dark, some of the Dark Knight trilogy, and like really, yeah, that name sounds familiar. Look up David S. Goyer. Mm-hmm. I know he wrote Batman versus Superman, um, but he's he's done a good amount of stuff recently. When I looked up his name, I was like, oh, he's done yeah, a bunch David of stuff. Goyer. Yeah, the Dark Knight, uh, Batman versus Superman, Batman Begins. Oh, Vader Immortal. Mm. Uh, Three hundred, I think, was on that list somewhere. Godzilla, Man of Steel, Call of Duty, Ghost Rider. Oh, so he's got a bunch of stuff on there. Yeah, jumper. But when I watched, uh, I watched some of the behind the scenes stuff because I have it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying how, you know, he wasn't sure about Blade because it's it was such a dark character. Especially this movie came out in '98, mm-hmm. so getting the studio to do it, he was like, I don't want to do like a watered down version or whatever. Um, and because he was a vampire, I read, dude. One of the things I read in in the original script. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Blade and Whistler's hideout, they were going to have a vampire baby in a jar that was alive, oh. and they were using it to test weapons on it. Oh, my God. But the studio was like, ah, uh, no. Dude. Isn't that crazy? That's 
dude, that's like the peak of 90s horror Isn't that right wild? there. Yeah, I know. So he, he wanted to do stuff like that. but um, and, and it's cool. The interview on the DVD talks oh, about growing up with like, comics and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, isn't that crazy? I was mm-hmm. reading that. I was like, can you imagine if they did that? It probably would have been a like CGI nightmare right. at this point. <laughs> but, um, but I was like, man, that's such a dark idea that yeah. like, he even had. I wonder, I wonder if that idea was in the comics, like if that existed. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. But um, so yeah, it was cool. It's still an enjoyable watch. It's, mm-hmm. It reeks of the '90s. Even like the dance club scene at the beginning, it's the '90s thing ever. Oh yeah. Um, but that was a super uh, around the world way to get back to what I was talking about, which was I Frankenstein. Um, oh, I forgot we were talking. <laughs> Holy, <laughs> I, know. I know what a blast from the um, past. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, there's really not a lot to say about it except I. I think you and I might have seen it in the theater. When I it saw came it out. for my birthday. Okay, so I was with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, Honestly, I just I didn't really remember it. It's on Hulu, yeah. and I was like, I'll watch it. Uh, Aaron Eckhart, mm-hmm. um, who I like, they really. I feel like it knows exactly what it is. Yeah, it doesn't waste any time. Mm-mm. The intro is like, uh, Frankenstein made me, and then I was mad, killed his wife. He chased me down, froze in the woods because he's just a human. <laughs> I buried him, uh, and then like everything happens really early on, where like. They basically establish this war. It's very underworld. Bill mm-hmm. Nye's in it, yeah, as pretty much the same character. <laughs> True. And, and there's this woman too who I need to look her up, but I think she's also in one of the later underworlds. But she's, uh, um, she's like the queen of the gargoyles. Which one of the things that I had forgotten is in this. It's not like vampires versus werewolves. Mm-hmm. It's demons versus gargoyles. Which, <laughs> which it's kind of wild. It is wild. But I really like the idea of the gargoyles. Like the the order of the gargoyles is a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um and also the dude who plays Rays, who's like the main lichen in Underworld, mm-hmm. uh, the dude with the crazy deep voice, yeah. the huge guy. Is he... He's he's in this movie too. What the heck? Yeah. And uh he had he came up with the original story for Underworld. And I think he had something to do with this story too. So you're right. This girl right here is in Yes, Underworld. Which one? She, um, Underworld. Bah, 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 Rise of the Lichens. It says she's like miscellaneous characters, so maybe she just shows up in the background. That's weird. But she's also in I Frankenstein. Yeah. Who does she play in I Frankenstein? What's her name? Elizabeth Frankenstein. So the wife. Oh no. Oh, oh weird. Okay, so that's another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking of this one. Leonore is her name, mm-hmm. and she is. She's in Lord of the Rings. Let me see. She's gotta be. Maybe not. Maybe it was the other girl? Well, I'm curious why all these people are connected, because it is such an Underworld-esque movie. So. It is. It's so similar. Same and director or anything? It's not the same director. Because it's interesting they like went this way. Because I remember when watching the movie, it, I remember it feeling just like Underworld. It's the same thing. Through and through. It's, a, it's essentially the same movie. I um, don't think it's as good, though. No. I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so. Um, they basically, like I said, it's very aware. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what this is. They establish this guy as like the overpowered, like whatever. This is the person you're... Oh, it has a 5.1 out of 10. That's what I said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. This director... So I don't know how to say his la- last name, but I think it's Kevin... Grievous. Graveau, or it looks like Grievio. There's General an X at Grievous. the end, which throws me way off. But he did the screenplay, and I think he um, also co-wrote Underworld. So I think that's a big part of why. Oh, um, yeah. And so so anyways, basically, it's... Uh, what reminded me of it is what you were saying earlier about Doom Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Is it's very The movie is very whatever. Yeah. But... 
the gargoyles are cool. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have always loved gargoyles as a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I've always wanted to see legitimate gargoyles on like an old church. Have you building ever or seen something. one? I don't think I have. I don't think I have. Um, I don't know where they really are. Yeah. They're uh, like Scotland. The only time I saw them was in London when I was there. You did see some? Are Mm -hmm. they awesome? They're they're pretty cool. Like if that thing came to life and defended you? I'd be horrified, honestly. Yeah. But it's like. That's what's cool about it. It's like art. It's architecture, but art, you know? Um, And so, yeah. Architecture. Architecture. Yeah. (laughs) I like that name for it. Um, I was by a church and it was, they had these two lower pillars. Yeah. And it was a staircase. Uh, We were just walking through the streets. But I was like, this gargoyle's sick. And the yeah. other one was like all destroyed and decrepit. But I was like, sorry, buddy. Yeah, sorry, guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the one I saw. Um, but it is funny when you think you see these things throughout all of media, throughout your life. You know, you see yeah. pictures of it. But to think that you haven't actually I've never seen, seen one, one in I don't real think life. I've never seen one in person. I may have seen like replicas like on storefronts and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't think I've seen one that's been there for like hundreds of years. There's got to be one in, in Boston somewhere or Massachusetts. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'll look it up. There's got to be a website that's like. Find my gargoyle. Gargoyles. Yeah. <laughs> Find a gargoyle near you. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm, so, so, yeah, it's one of those movies. It's a big, stupid action movie. Mm-hmm. Um it's you know it has that essence of monsters and stuff. It pretty much is like a poor man's underworld. I feel like yeah. Um, and I mean there there are some <clears throat> excuse me there are some cool things like uh, the way everything dies like the, when the demons die they mm-hmm. descend so their soul goes up in a fiery blaze and yeah. then crashes into the ground. Uh, but everything. Like relation relationally with the characters, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually feels absolutely insane that we were talking about Parasite like twenty minutes ago, and now we're talking about this movie. <laughs> um, because what a connection! Because like Leonor at first, the queen of the gargoyles, mm-hmm. is like for uh, Aaron Eckhart's character, who is ultimately called Adam, and. Uh, she's like, he he doesn't know any better. Like, he's Frankenstein's monster, and she's kind of an advocate for him. And then at one point, she just, on a dime, is like, destroy him. And like, it doesn't, it really doesn't make any sense, but you don't care. That's the other thing. You don't care about anybody. Nothing, yeah. Like, the two the two characters that are introduced as, like, the the gargoyle, like, the order of the gargoyle members that you care about, Mm -hmm. they're so expendable. Mm -hmm. Like, at one point, they expend them, and you're like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> like it, it, whatever it really doesn't matter but you know a couple cool cool things like the weapons he uses and i don't know that's I what i remember i was thinking in my head i was like i liked the weapons yeah he uses a couple <laughs> like when he goes to select them he picks up these giant selective like, like it's a game it's, it's like that <laughs> they like take them they take them into this room and he's like they're like uh you must use these weapons that bear the mark of the gargoyle or whatever yeah and then uh he picks two and they're just these giant like steel beams or whatever and they're like batons i mm-hmm. guess and he's like, you don't want those. They're too big and heavy and blah, blah, blah. And he grabs them and starts swinging them around. <laughs> and then he basically looks at him like, don't tell me what to do. And then puts them in his jacket. And then, uh, oh, he's like, they're blunt and like barbaric or whatever. So, of course, they're the ones he selects. Mm-hmm. So then when he fights demons, he's just smashing them with these <laughs> giant <laughs> like steel beams. Um, so, I don't know. It's fun. And to your point with Annihilation, like, it's fine. Not Annihilation. Doom Annihilation. Right. Big difference. Be careful there. <laughs> Uh, it's fine. If mm-hmm. it was just on TV, not that I have like channels anymore. Yeah, cable, you know. But I would leave it on because mm-hmm. a couple of crazy fight scenes are probably. Yeah, why happen. not? Um, in some ways, it feels like a. a, a it kind of goes back to our talk about Underworld and like certain movies, 
like this movie will never have a performance. Mm-hmm. Like at no point in this movie do I expect a moving performance. <laughs> you, you just, know what I mean? Nothing like Parasite. It's just, just not that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like dumb fun that you just sit through it. and you're like, I like watching big yeah. guy hit people with poles. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm into the idea of the Order of Gargoyles mm-hmm. having been around for thousands of years fighting demons and mm-hmm. I don't know. So that was that. Good. Watched I Frankenstein. I'm sorry. We're not listen. We're not doing the Star Wars thing. No, we'll time. wait till the next time. Next time, I want to go into video games. I have a bone to pick with a certain game. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Video games. Dude, you know what I can't remember? Actually, did we talk about I Frankenstein? Like when we saw it? Uh, were we podcasting at that point? No, I don't think. No, so. No, it came out in 2004, right? 2004? I think it did. 2014. Yeah? Yeah, 2004. Oh, Why would I yeah, see yeah. when I was like nine years old? Yeah, 2014. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> 2004. I remember stuff. It feels like it came out then. Yeah. I got some gummies while I was up there. Yeah, great. You're going to be chewing during my rant about a stupid game I played that made me so mad. Only got one left. I'll be done soon. What is it? <sighs> all right. Double Dragon Neon. You played it? I played it. I warned you, dude. You did warn me. Did you beat it? I did. You psychopath. I know. I'm sick in the head. So here's why. Okay. Game Pass. It was free on Game Pass. I know. So I got it. That's why I had it. Downloaded it. I, I've been on this killer kick of uh, beat-em-ups. Just okay. been, I just want to play them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, it can't be as bad as Brett said. And you didn't say it was terrible, but... No, it just frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah. So... What you didn't warn me about is when you initially start the game, you get a one-point achievement that just pops, that automatically unlocks. I forgot about that. And it's clever, so the achievement is the villain of the game going, now the, you must finish what you started. And so for achievement hunters, a one-point achievement is like stabbing me in the chest. Yeah, It right. is like, if I play a game... That has a, uh, an odd point achievement. I have to get the counteracting achievement. Yeah. Because there is no... I'm not going to have what is considered an odd gamer score. Even if your gamer score ends at an even number, you have to have a five or zero. So if this... If this game... Ha- so does this game have a... Is it like a 99 point achievement to end it? So it's one point to start it. It's 19 to beat it. Are you kidding me? A 19 point achievement. So it's totally a trap. The second you start, you can't do anything. I mean, you press start and you get it. That's I know. It. Yeah, I remember. Now that you mentioned it, I remember getting that. So I, didn't even I think started about it, it and I saw the one point pop up. I was like, "What?" So I look at the achievement and that's what it is. It's the villain in the description. Now you'll finish what you started. And I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, you're screwed. So I was like, "Okay, maybe this game's okay because I like beat 'em ups. I can sure, get, I can get through them, dude." Ah, really? That bad? Because I got to like maybe I think level three. There's. 10 levels total. <clears throat> and um, now it's not terrible, but they do a lot of stupid decisions. Yeah. The biggest thing is uh, it's slow. It's really, it's a slow beat em up. Yeah. And I hate slow beat em ups. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of it is like you're sitting there and doing combos and you do have a run. Yeah. But the run is its own separate maneuver. Okay. And you slide and you have to start an animation. Yes, right. So when you're doing that, if you're being beat up by guys, obviously the run animation stops. So yeah. you're stuck either walking slowly or sprinting. Yes. And it just it feels slow. And I don't like slow beat em ups. It's just so frustrating. And it's clunky control wise. Like it is it's clunky. not a fluent like 
combo system or anything like that. Right. I do. They do have this cool system where um, when you defeat an enemy in a certain way or just defeat an enemy, they'll drop cassette tapes. Yes. You pick those up and those are either um, stat boosters for your character or special abilities. Right. I do remember um, that. So there are good, like, if you work on just one stat boost and, like, one special ability, there's some pretty good synergy you can do there. Yeah. Um, what I did, there was a magic boost one um, that would give, uh, it would make all your, uh, any of the special moves you did cost way less um, magic mana, whatever it's called. Um, so I just, uh, there was the spin kick. So I got the spin kick leveled yep. up pretty high, and the magic leveled up really high. So I was pretty strong. <laughs> Bless you. Thanks. Um, but... Another thing, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, you collect money throughout the game and you have this like bank of yours. You'll, yeah. you'll have the money and stuff. So um, certain levels will have shops um, that will sell you either more cassette tapes or yes. free okay. lives or health. Okay. Um, so I had like a good chunk of money and it was the first shop in the game. So I went to it and lives were like 500 bucks yeah. uh, in the game. And I had like, you know, 2000 or whatever. So I bought a bunch of lives. I had like seven lives. Um, so I beat the level, go to the next level and I have two lives down to two lives again. I'm like... What was the whole point of buying the lives? What? Turns out the lives only count for that level. Per level? Yep. And there's not a shop in every level. They don't carry with you. Nothing happens. So totally blew all my money right away on lives that didn't carry over. And I was like, why? Why do you? Why? Why? That is ridiculous. The most frustrating. The idea is the level. It's uh, They'll have a shop in either long levels or hard levels. So you can buy more lives. But even the hard levels, like the last level of the game, there's no shop. And it's so long and hard that it's like, why? I had plenty of money to get lives, but there wasn't a shop. So I couldn't do anything. Right. I was just stuck playing the level. That being said, there are a lot of free lives around that you can get. Okay. Um. But not enough to, like, justify... Warrant the nightmare that it is. Yeah. Ugh. So it was just... It's such a frustrating game because it, as an achievement hunter, I was forced to play it. Yeah. I don't think I would have quit it anyways because I usually, no. once I start yeah, it, I go through it. Yeah, you usually try to finish it. Um, but it's, yeah, it's not that great. Yeah. It's, it's the fighting. It's okay. The bosses. But there's a lot of annoying enemies. There's specifically, there's women that um, show up with... The uh, fans? Uh, the fans, yep. yeah. Because those destroy you. But even later on, there's... Uh, what was it? Uh, well, there's the Bobos, a Bobos, the really big oh, guys. Yeah, that those, no matter yeah. what you do, you duck under them, you dodge, they you do always whatever. Hit you. Always hit you. And so that's what drove me crazy. And I know I said it on the other episode, but... Mm -hmm. Just it, replaying the level, I was like, I'm not having fun. I'm just grinding here till I can get through the level. Yep. So I can't imagine what it's like later in the game. It's like, ugh. It's because there's no checkpoints. You just either, you know, beat the level or, or not. Yeah. Yep. Um, and there's another enemy that shows up later. It's, um, oh, it's the, the whip girls. Um, but there's a stronger version of them. Oh. Uh, which one whip will take half your health bar. Oof. And I'm like, okay, I'm screwed. And jetpack girls, which don't even get me started on those. But, that sounds awful. Um, How'd you, you do with the dodging? Because I know the dodge mechanic is like, yeah, a ladybug just landed on your head oh, my, for a minute. My head. Um, <laughs> the dodging ups your like uh your Damage. counter meter or something yeah so you can dodge um and there you get like five seconds of extra bonus oh, damage. oh yeah yeah okay. uh, you glow red i think it's like five to ten seconds or whatever yeah. um cool in concept not executed very well yeah um i think and i think that's goes for the whole game there's a lot of unique cool concepts to a beat-em-up that i like yeah but because of how clunky it was and how it almost felt like um, old. It felt like um, archaic. I want to say yeah. the 
the ideas that were not implemented well. The fact that you can buy a bunch of lives but they don't carry over. Yeah. Like you, you wouldn't see that in a game that came out tomorrow. No. I feel like I and you know, I don't expect these games to be easy. They they shouldn't be easy. No, yeah. And if I was able to buy nine lives and have them throughout the whole game, it'd be crazy easy. Yeah. Um but I mean don't show me a system where I could buy things and then not let it carry over. Well, right. I feel like, cause then to me, it makes sense that there's not a shop on the last level because you have to be, you have to make the decision to buy stuff in the last level. Right. But if it doesn't carry over, then it literally is meaningless. Mm-hmm. Like there's no reason to do it. Yep. So yeah, I, I don't entirely regret not, uh, not playing through the whole game. Oh, and when you beat it, yeah. Um, so you unlock this, uh, what is it? Concept art book. Okay. Uh, and go. There's an achievement to go through all the pages. So I'm scrolling through the pages, and yeah. on the very last page, there is a, a cheat code you can put in that lets you unlock Robo Bro, which. Um, on the last level, you become a giant, or not a giant, but you become a robot and okay. super strong, super fast. Plays like how he should, anyways. Yeah, um, that's cool. However, on the Xbox One, you can't do the code because uh, the code is like LR. You press a bunch of buttons, but you had to press start and select. And on the Xbox, when when you're running through the the emulation, when you press start and select, it pulls up the Xbox menu. So you can't... So it won't work? You can't activate the code. Shut up. Well, I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Dude. There's an achievement to play to beat the game as a robo bro or whatever. Not that I was going to do it, but I wanted to play as him a yeah. little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, there, maybe there's a way around it. I couldn't find anything. But because it's on the Xbox One, when you press start and select, it emulates pressing the home button on the original controller. Yeah. Um, so there isn't a button to simulate select... Well, if you're pressing start, select doesn't exist anymore. Right. So, or if you're pressing select, start doesn't exist. It Dude, like shuts off the button. that is so annoying. So I couldn't unlock the robo bro. You have to press them at the same time? Yep. So it's like press L, R, or I'm sorry, L, B, L, T, or whatever, L, R, all that. And then to end it, you press start and select. It's the last button you need to press on the, the cheat code. Dude. Forget that game. So it just, it was like uh, the final kick to the nuts as I was leaving. <laughs> as I was walking out the door, I'm like, you suck. And he uh, kicks me. I'm like, oh. So, and the achievements, I ended up with like 90 points because it's an arcade game. So they're yeah. not, it's not worth a thousand. Dude, that's why um, I booted it. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm done. But now um, you have an odd gamer score. And I don't care. Which is wrong. It's <gasps> fine. Ladybug. I can, wow. You just <laughs> launched that ladybug across the room. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't care because I had the time to play other games while you were slaving away at that game. It was only like two and a half hours. It took me, it took me two yeah. hours and like 30 something. Minutes. Yeah, that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure I could have. To was get just... a 19 gamer score achievement and have another game beaten for the year, but it's, it's not worth it. Totally skip. Yeah, out I, I'm not going back to it because I think what happened is I went through a few. What was that other stupid, uh, FPS that I started playing that was like a 360 game? Oh, uh, the adventure uh, one. Yeah. Um, oh, what? Quatamain. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. I don't know. It's um, not memorable. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like it, I keep wanting to say Marlo Briggs, but that's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love Marlo Briggs. Um, I don't care what anybody says. I haven't played that one yet. That one's still on my console. It's the. I'll never remember it. I'll have to look up the it, achievements. The cover reminded me of Pitfall. Yeah, it's um, like... It's... Oh, I, should I just look it up so we don't... Yeah, what are you going to type explode? in? Pitfall Quartermain. Xbox? Yeah, because it's based off a book. A really old, like, serial or book or whatever. Cult of Mine. Deadfall Adventures. Mm. An old serial. Yeah. Oh, a serial. Yeah, okay. not like... <laughs> I was like, what? Not like Lucky Charms. It was a breakfast cereal? <laughs> That's weird. Um... 
Yes. So you you were playing that. So I, you know, I played that for a little bit, and oh. I was like, eh, I, am I am I just wasting time? Like playing? It's the the completionist in me is so aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so, I I am like I started. I gotta be. I downloaded. Yep. I put it on my console. I gotta beat it. Mm-hmm. What is that? Why can't I just be like, I this game sucks. Yep. Let's play something I like. I don't even understand what that thing is. Even the list I'm going through of like space and fantasy stuff mm-hmm. and like the other stuff that I'm watching, like yeah. I Frankenstein. I'm not even convinced I wanted to watch that today. <laughs> you I just, just like did. I saw it on my list and I was like, well, got a, a list that I made in my notes. <laughs> I can just delete it or not make a list. Yep. I just like, I get in a mood one day and I'm like, huh. The list I, dictates your life. It does, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I could watch all the Blades and all the Underworlds today, that's what I would do. Yeah. And I only have time for one, so I should make a list. Uh-huh. And let the next month and a half, anytime I have time to watch a movie, I got to watch one of those, <laughs> I guess, is what can't I have to do Can't watch anything you're feeling. Can't, you have no, to follow the no, list. Can't catch up. Can't, can't like watch uh, newer movies that yep. won Oscars or mm-hmm. anything like that. I have to watch 10-year-old gothic action adventure movies because that's what my brain said one day dude i i don't know no i'm 100 percent with you i i do that to a t mm-hmm. every day i try to make a list of what i want to do the next day because i feel a i feel more motivated to do yeah. it i'm like this is sweet but if it sucks nothing's worse than sitting there and thinking i could be doing something something else, else. but I, I don't understand so that's what i did with deadfall though mm-hmm. I, I was like i kicked that out and then i started uh double dragon yep Oh, that's and the worst playing like, two bad games yeah, in well, a row. I think that's what it was. And I was like, you know what? I can't put myself through this. I gotta yeah. just like I gotta just call it where I'm gonna call it. Mm-hmm. Be done with it. You gotta play something good. That's it, man. That's it. Yep. No, but I, I'm the same as you. I have to complete whatever I start. <sighs> and if I have like a list of things going, I'm like, nothing else. Even if I'm miserable playing it, yeah. even if I'm like, I don't feel like playing it, I I have to do it. I think those were the first two games in a long time that I was like, okay, I can Yeah. I can kick these out. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because of the age of them. Like, there are beat-em-up games. There are indies that have come out that yeah. are way better than that Double Dragon game. And, the, I mean, we're, we have endless first-person shooters that are remarkably impressive. Right. I don't need to be playing a, you know, 15-year-old Xbox 360 game. And that's the thing. you It's almost a sign of how bad the game is with when you're willing to... Ignore your completionist urge to say there's something better out there. There's something better. Like mm-hmm. th- and that's what it was. I was like, this is just a not as good version of other things that I want to play. Yep. So that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, right. Um and th- and it had some cool mechanics. Like I, I really liked in that game. I, I like uh, in games, because there's a similar thing in uh, Alan Wake where you mm-hmm. have to use something to weaken the enemies before you can destroy them. And in this one, it was like these mummies come after you and you have to aim a flashlight at them before you can actually, right. they're, before they're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So I liked that. It's kind of cool. Um, but not cool enough, so I deleted it. See ya. And then Double Dragon, I just playing the levels over and over again. I was like, even for a game that like I barely need to pay attention to, mm-hmm. um, I'll say. Too much effort. Yeah, because it much. gets, as you go on, it gets more and more difficult. Yeah. So it's like, if you're having trouble on stage three, it, it gets gross. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad one of us beat it at mm-hmm. least. I was curious what the rest of the game was like. Sounds like I'm not bummed that I got rid yeah. of it. Yeah, um, it, There's nothing. You fight zombies. You fight. You go through like different parts of the world, but it's nothing that I haven't seen before. And sure. It's, it's nothing worth visiting. Do you think it would have been different if you played it at the time that it came out? Um, maybe. Um, that and the achievement. If I didn't get screwed into playing it, yeah, because I I would have completed it anyway. They already had me. Sure, yeah. But the yeah. second I started, I'm like, I have to finish yeah. it. But the fact that I was forced to finish it, yeah. killed it for now, me. Now you have a grudge against. Right. It. It's just that game that like. Did you ever beat Gianna Sisters? Yeah, I did. Gianna Sisters. Stupid Sisters. You did beat it. Yeah. That shows how much. 
What was better, Double Dragon or Gianna Sisters? Double Dragon. Shut up, dude. I, I why I would play Double Dragon again before I play Gianna Sisters that again. Is, why? It, that, <laughs> it's just a fun platformer. It's like imagine the grossest, nastiest, melted Barbie dolls. What are you talking about? Bouncing across the screen. That's what they looked like. That's not what they looked the like. The game was hideous. I've never seen such a gross game in Shut my life. Up, Seriously. Dude. What, I, like the colors? The or art what? style was so nasty. It was not. It was like Super Nintendo. It was cartoony. No, it wasn't. Yes, it, w- it was. It was like... What game do you play? I, I swear, <laughs> you downloaded something wrong and played a completely different <laughs> game than I played. You hate this game so much. It plays like a terrible... It, it's like a college indie project that they were like, baby's <laughs> first game. <laughs> What what game is worse than Gianna Sisters for you? Nothing. Literally, that's the worst game you've ever played. I it's mm, oh uh, the Yaiba one, the stupid socks. Uh, guy. Yeah, socks. Socks elf or whatever. Socks. <laughs> Sock elf. That game it had cool elements, but I was so mad I was playing it throughout the whole thing. It was another one of those gross ones. But yeah. in recent memory, that um that oh I played one called No Thing. Um, I think I talked about it on the podcast, but. You basically play as this guy running through this, like... Oh, this, I saw your story about it, I Yeah, think. it's it's super dumb. It's like a... The concept is like an endless runner, but it does end. You have to... What is it? You have to do 100 turns in a level. Um, but it's so... Like, I can't even explain how stupid it is. Yeah. Because it's so stupid. And it's called No Thing. <laughs> yeah, it's called No Thing. I hate that. It's... I can't even explain it. You basically just have to run left and right and time it, but it gets too fast. There's no story being told. It's super like unpleasant on the eyes. It was just a gross like experience. A terrible experience. Yeah. All right. Would you rather play Gianna Sisters or Quiet Man? Oh, I forgot. Quiet Man. You've played some clunkers lately. Dude. Damn. Oh. <laughs> you got a good list of terrible games going. Here's the thing. Gianna Sisters, I would be playing the whole time. Yeah. Quiet Man. When you're playing, it's awful. Yeah. But sitting there watching a silent film <laughs> that isn't that's, that's not supposed to be yeah. silent, that's worse. That's that's, that's a waste of time. Yeah. Ah, God, I hate to say it, but I'd rather play Gianna Sister. You found it. Got him. Found it. <laughs> God, I forgot about Quiet. That's how bad it was that I didn't even want to remember it. <laughs> now, while we're talking about bones that you have to pick with games. Yep. I was curious about the one we have both recently played mm-hmm. uh, Republic Commando. Oh, yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. And you said that you had some bones to pick with it. Uh, I want to talk about it because we just finished it recently. Yep. Um, overall, I will just say it was a fun first person shooter. Feels a little bit dated, but I think for it being an original Xbox title, mm-hmm. it held up pretty well. Yes. No, I agree. I think, um, and it still once again fits that Star Wars side stories are cool. I think that's a really yeah, cool aspect of is. the universe that you do see in the animated stuff, but it's cool to play as these characters. Yeah. That being said, it's definitely a game that should stay in the past. You think so? I feel like it plays, it has a lot of older systems and gameplay elements that just don't really work as well today that they okay. don't bring into modern shooters anymore because of like just how they didn't work. Okay, like what? Um, I would say um, the cover system itself is not very good. Um, no, it's not even a cover system, but like... So do you mean like with your team? Uh, well, like... Um, What's the cover system? How do I explain it? Like how they expect you to fight in battles. They expect you to like hide behind cover and jump up oh, and control your guys, which is an element in some games like Gears of War and stuff. Yeah. Um, but they never want you to go like running into the enemies, but they keep 
endlessly throwing enemies at you. Yeah. So the only way to progress is to go forward. Right. But you don't survive when you go forward because you're like a sponge. You're you just get shot to exactly, death. Exactly. Yep. Um, so it's set up in a way where if you stay back and fight, they'll come endlessly unless you start moving forward. Not all the time. Mm, yep. It's just a few scenarios where it's like that. Right. Um, so interesting that you mention not all the time mm-hmm. because... What is supposed to happen is, so you play as one of the commandos, mm-hmm. um, and you have three other guys that are on your team, and you basically instruct them to place charges or take a snipe position or mm-hmm. something along those lines. There was one, and the game auto saves when you get to certain checkpoints. There's one point where I told them to engage in a snipe position, and then I went forward because we killed all the enemies, mm-hmm. and it saved. And the my guys would not progress with me. Oh. I I canceled the command because mm-hmm. you can cancel the command once you tell them to engage in something. Yep. And then they're supposed to follow you. They would not follow me into the next wave of enemies. So ultimately, I kept dying. But ultimately, I had to defeat that next wave for it to trigger whatever that glitch was. Oh, my God. But they all just stood behind in their snipe positions. I even, dude, at one point. So one of the things you can do is you can instruct them to go get health, right? Mm-hmm. So... I they were all hurt, so I just I was like, okay, I'll go find a health thing. I'll instruct them to get health. Mm-hmm. Then they'll be out of that position. The dude ran. He was far away from the health too. I was mm-hmm. just like, I gotta get them out so I can get past this part. He runs all the way to the health thing. I watch him, and he goes, "Thanks, Commander." And then turns around and goes back to his snipe no! position. I was like, <laughs> "No, you idiot, come back!" It was so funny. So I'm like, okay, so I just you and know, that wasn't part of the story or anything. No, they were because it was just a hallway. Yeah, and then I I don't know if it's I wonder if it's where it auto saved. If something in the software like yeah. saved in a place where I couldn't command them to go one way or the other, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I had times where they got stuck, but I, like you said, when you cancel the command, they'll go. Because sometimes come, I'm yeah. like, go that way, but they won't move. Right. So you do have to cancel the command, but I never had them stuck like yeah, that. Yeah, like I kept trying to cancel it. And then the health thing was what killed me because mm-hmm. the health thing should cancel their other thing. Right, because he it was overriding everything else for him to go get health. And he would do that. But it must have been like... You whatever that uh, command was, like snipe position, health overrid, and then once the health disappeared, the snipe position was it still there. It became like the default. Yeah. Like, because then even oh. if I did like, okay, go get health, but then you can cancel the health before they get there, mm-hmm. he would just go right back to his snipe. And Man. it was all three of them. Yeah. They were all like locked back. I was like, come Which, on. Fighting a horde of enemies by yourself is so hard. Well, to your point, it, this does, it does feel aged in those moments where there's just enemies from all ends. Some mm-hmm. of them are are all angles, I should say. Some of them are flying. Some mm-hmm. of them are like little droids that are coming after you. It's like, um, or not even little droids. They're friggin' those giant, uh, what are those things called? The spider like, things or whatever? Oh, the, the destroyers. Yeah. Those things suck. Oh, they took um, so many bullets. Yeah, those things were brutal. But mm-hmm. um, So it was a fun game. I'd say if you're like a, if you're a major Star Wars fan or if you're going, if you're on a kick like me, mm-hmm. um, it, it was enjoyable. I will say by the end, I was like ready for it to be done. Yeah. Um, because it is a lot of rinse and repeat mm-hmm. um it's three major stories when you get to kashik that's pretty cool yeah um the the wookies and fighting alongside them or yeah i thought there cool, was but. a lot of cool variety but then you start going into more like um bases and stuff and then yeah. it feels the same yeah it's the same you can even get lost i went the mm-hmm. wrong way a couple times because everything just looks the same yeah. so uh it was pretty cool to finish that and move on to something new because mm-hmm. it, it did feel its age um i was just you know pretty impressed with it being an xbox title yeah it, it was it so does i mean it, it does look great and and for the time, it was awesome. Um, for me, it's one of those nostalgic games that 
is better left in my memories than it is yeah, nowadays. You for know? sure. I, I really think the only person I would suggest that to is if you want to play it because it's a Star Wars game, because mm-hmm. it's not bad. But yeah, if and there you are wanna... some cool story elements. Yeah, and stuff. but if you want to play a first-person shooter, plenty of other yeah. options, yep. obviously. So, um, Cool, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, what's the deal? We're at, do you want to wrap this one? I think we should wrap. I think we're going to wrap it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I don't know if this one was a little disheveled or not. I feel like no. I'm getting back in the groove because no. it's been a couple weeks. It was good. But it um, feels good. Yeah, and it feels good because there's the Sonic movie coming out, which yeah. means, say it with me, Brett, <gasps> Sonic music! I couldn't say uh, the Sonic movie without you already knowing, so I had so to throw you I in. I like that. We've never said yep. it at the same time. I really hope there's a new Sonic track in it. Oh, my gosh. I need to try to find it for this podcast. Yeah. We'll see. When are we going to see it? You got a date for Valentine's Day? Sounds like I just got one. <laughs> <laughs> we should Maybe we should try to see it this weekend. Yeah. I'm not doing nothing. All right. We'll talk well, about I got that war- after. Work, but I got work. I got work. Work. Yep. Um, See, the end of the podcast has become the Sonic Music Park, because I always forget it. I know. It. Hey, man. Something to look forward to. I got to yep. show you last week's if you haven't heard it yet. Oh, Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Tim's going to do a thing. We will see you next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also guesting on another podcast next week. Oh. Um, so we'll we'll post about it and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. uh, go uh, go follow and listen to Torn Between Two Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's our friends uh, uh, JB and Brandon Bergeron, his brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's gonna be brothers versus brothers to the on death. There, and it's gonna be a live podcast. It's gonna be yep. Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all the details. Yeah, no, it's it's fun. They have this like I call it the wheel of whimsicalness. The wheel of whimsicalness, <laughs> but they spin the wheel and like you have topics and yep. uh, it's it feels a lot like ours honestly yeah. in a good way you know not a bad way yeah. not, not no. like a, not like that bad good they def- way they definitely stole it is what Tim's saying yeah. they pretty much uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah it feels like home yeah yeah no I'm I'm excited to be on it's gonna be really good yeah um, and JB's been on here before go back mm-hmm. and you should go back and listen to our interviews with JB yep. Um, and then uh, tune in on Wednesday to mm-hmm. hear us uh, be on his podcast. And if this is far in the future, mm-hmm. beyond that date, yep, go back and find that episode. Yeah, it should be easy. It's episode 11 for them. Yeah. I wonder, maybe we can post it on our feed, uh, the audio afterwards. Yeah. In case people want to hear it. I'll ask JB. I don't know. I didn't clear that with him. Right. But uh, anyways, yep, this has been episode 108. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And okay, goodbye. So if children are reflections of ourselves, what are the reflections of children? Is it their innermost demons? Their innermost thoughts? Innocent things? I wonder, is the reflection of a child the same as the reflection of an adult? Looking into a mirror and you see a child. Are you seeing yourself or are they seeing us? And think about this as I leave you here tonight. Is the mirror our world or are we in our own world with the mirror? Enter the mirror.
super monkey balls. Watch those balls of the monkey because they'd be bouncing around a uh, pyramid. Pyramid? Pyramid. All right. Yeah, look at this, Joel. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Oh, beat it. Tim, talk how you're going to talk. Okay, welcome to the podcast. I got things to talk about like socks and monkeys and what the heck is that thing?